It's your girl, Candy K. Lynn. Your boy, Shawtan Shaw. And it's 6.04, so you know what time it is. Pull up. Every Monday here, we're on normally on DFWIRadio.com, where we talk what, Mr. Shaw? Sports, news, hip-hop. We don't talk about people. They didn't give you the facts. Mr. Shaw, you told me there was some breaking news as soon as we were breaking getting started. News. This just in. The Hawks hired Nate McMillan to be the next head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I ain't know Nate McMillan with the Pacers head coach no more. I I, I can't tell you I did either because since Paul I mean, no one is that Nate McMillan, he played in the NBA in the early 90s. He was on the Super, Seattle Supersonic team. He was a defender. Uh, I think that is a great coaching hire, right? And again, I didn't know he wasn't the Pacers head coach because they were in the playoffs last year. Yes, you know what? I do remember him getting fired after the bubble. He was one of those coaches that got fired in the bubble. I was like, why are you firing him? Right? Why why are you firing him? But um, I feel like the coach for the Hawks at 14 and 20 shouldn't have been fired. Right? You were you were in the middle of a season. We're all dealing with the everybody has dealt with some type of COVID protocol. So your team has not been all the way together. Right. Clint Capella was out for a minute. John Collins has had uh, migraine injuries. Well, not migraine injuries, but he's been dealing with migraine problems. Um, Trey Young was didn't make the All-Star team this year. You have a young team. You're only six games on the 500. We're firing our coach. I, I don't understand the logic behind how we manage coaching. Right, because if a coach again, I understand if you were 10 15 games below 500, but you're four six games below 500, got a young team, your best player is a is in his third year in this, in this season, right? The Mavericks aren't panicking, firing uh Rick Carlisle, right? And somebody no said, attention to, huh? They have no intention to, right? But because they're giving you, bro, you got to give a coach, you have ups and downs, right. I feel like that's that's why we don't have much to say about the San Antonio Spurs. They're gonna give Pop the opportunity. Like Pop didn't make the playoffs last year. They didn't panic. Like as the Hawks organization, you've never won anything. Ever. Right? You were Ever. you were good at a point in the in the mid two thousands. The last time you were great when you had uh, the Kimbe Mutombo and Robert Pat. No, that that was when they was in Denver. So I can't even remember well who, when you was. When Steve Smith was there, y'all was just decent. Dominique Wilkins. Dominique Wilkins. They were never playoffs, but we're not talking about, again, we go back to these organizations. We don't see you um, in the in, in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. We don't see you in the championship. So I think that when we talk about Atlanta, it's just like when we talk about the, the, Fal- the Falcons. <sighs> We keep talking about the organizational structures where we keep seeing the same things in the organization. It takes time to build teams. And then, as you said, we're in the middle of COVID. So you never have a full team. You know, you can be as cautious as you would like. I've been on COVID protocol like three times. Okay. Mm -hmm. So imagine these are professional athletes. They travel. They have a life. They still fly. They're in and out with team doctors and trainers and their own personal trainers and their their chefs and, you know, whatever it is that they do, it is extremely hard not to be on COVID. The COVID protocol is. 
So as you said, you're dealing with COVID protocol. You're dealing with the season started at a totally different time after coming out of the bubble this year. The the teams are new. You have players that are coming in to join your team. Trey Young is still young. He's learning how to be a leader in this league. That takes time. So if you're never giving a coach an opportunity to develop a team, and as you said, you, you fired one black coach, right? We're talking about minority hires. You waited till after Black History Month one day. So, like, you, you have to understand how some of this works that you say to yourself. It's coincidental. Like, what are be, you really doing? But it can't, and that's the but reason why you can't. I mean, I, unless you're loyal to these teams. I said, I said to be that. I said, they already know who their next coach is going to be. I not not knowing it was gonna be Nate McMillan, right? Well, not of knowing, course. Not know. So this is my thing. If you want to hire Nate McMillan, you should do it in the summertime. Agree. Because because you're telling me you're fourteen to twenty. So with thirty, I was gonna say thirty four games in the season. Yeah, thirty four games in the season, right? And now you decide you want to fire this man. Why didn't you do it before? Why didn't you had? Now I'm not gonna say you had a whole off season to prepare, but you had two right because it was shortened. You had two months. Right, right. Because I, I just don't think that we're giving coaches time. Because I don't even know how long he's been the coach for the Hawks. And again, he would have had. This just say this, this was his third year. Two of his draft picks from two years ago. Well, the year after last year's draft, they didn't they didn't pan out. Right, the uh, Cam How no Cam Reddish and. Uh, what's the, uh, the kid from uh, Virginia? Virginia. They haven't been what you thought you were going to get. So you add this to a young roster, right? And this summer they traded for uh, not Boyan Boyanovic, but one of the Boyanovic brothers. He hasn't played. So now you're telling me I don't even have a full roster, and I'm getting 34 games to show you. That's the same thing as David Black having the best uh, best record in the East, and then the Cavs fire him. That's why y'all will never be good. But as an organization, do you think some of these teams want to be good at this point? I, because I, I am literally, I am literally confused on what the objective is in professional sports at some point, because we see the same things over and over again. As you said, you don't allow the talent an opportunity to develop. You don't allow, allow the coaching, uh, oper- the coaching staff an opportunity to gel. Because we know with anything, unless you have five amazing players and everybody else sucks. It's hard to win in that first year. You can't have you can't have five amazing because you can't afford. So you even more intensified my point that you're never going to get to having five, right? So we know if you got three good players and a decent coach, or a coach that knows how to at least put the decent players in at the right time and the right combinations, eventually you can see some success. That's why Nate McMillan get the job like the house and Steve Nash, who hasn't coached at all, get the Nets. You know what I'm saying? Like with three great players. Why why you why you with, didn't start off with, with three the Hall of Famers and a possible decent honorable mention along the way in DeAndre You see him saying decent honorable mention along the way in DeAndre Jordan. I mean they got they, they roster not bad because like Spencer Dean with but again, like he And did, they got a bench. That's his first that's his first coaching job. That's the that's his first. He didn't why he didn't get a a a, a Detroit Piston job or you know what I'm saying? Like Steve Nash's first coach, head coaching job. And I don't know if he had been an assistant coach before that. But his first head coach. He was consulting with the Warriors. He consulted with the Warriors is what I think. But he hadn't had a coaching job. So his first head coaching job, you get 
Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and then uh, acquired James Harden, and like had not even halfway, but like it's a fourth into the season, and that's her first coaching job. So how can I really determine? And people can say the same thing about Steve Kerr, right? You can say so we we have right, we have, but Steve Kerr did eventually win with that talent because mm-hmm. he did take Mark Jackson and the organization building because Golden State did that. So we did see Steve Kerr at least win. Will we see that with Steve Nash? So I, I, I get your parallel in your point of when something is almost handed to you. Not almost. I mean, I'm trying to make it sound nice. No? Okay. Well, but it's handed to I don't me. know. And let me take that back. Steve Kerr at least did some commentating at first. He at least sat in the chair. You didn't even sit in the chair. I can give you a pass if you went from the chair to a head coaching job because you was at least around the game. Now, you analyzing and breaking it down. You were, you were a special coordinator. What did you do? What did you do for the Warriors? Like, what was what was your role? You kept Kevin Durant from crying. That's why he wanted to coach you. Like, and that's just my thing. At this point, I ain't got nothing for KD because I just feel like you are, you 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 saw. Him, him, and Kyrie, and and James Harden. I feel like it's a big soft three, right? All of y'all are uh, uh, y'all are chasing. There's nothing wrong with chasing the ship. Nothing wrong with chasing the ship. <laughs> but they're not chasing the ship. Kyrie and Kevin Durant not chasing the ship. They're James, not chasing. James Harden chasing the ship. What we are our siblings is that we agree is that I say all the time the three of them are chasing their tails. They are going nowhere. It does not matter what happens. For whatever reason, the three of them are just never going to be contented, almost seems like. And I've said it before, James Harden doesn't want to be the star, in my opinion. Kevin Durant wants to be the star. But Kevin doesn't have what it takes. Pressure. No, Kevin Durant wants the pressure. Star, but he don't want the pressure if you lose. He don't want nobody to talk, talk noise to him, right? Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving wants to just... I'm 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 all he all over the place, right? Last week he was and again now last week he said something that I I can't be mad about. Last week he said that he wanted Kobe Bryant to become the symbol for the uh the NBA. I, I, I can't be mad at that, right? I, I felt that. I kinda like that. I like the sound of that. Kobe Bryant being the symbol of the NBA, you know, taking over Jerry. And I feel like Jerry Lewis is gonna be okay with it. Laker to Laker. He's like, yeah, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's okay. But Kyrie Irving, do you want to play basketball? Or do you want to be an activist? You need to make up your mind. I mean, LeBron James has been an activist and a basketball player. No, I just don't think – I don't think Kyrie does a good a good enough job of balancing it out is why people shoot the shots at him because it doesn't – LeBron doesn't miss basketball games, right? Yeah. So if LeBron is not hurt, we – Celebrate the free. Yeah, we don't see LeBron – we see LeBron leading all the time, whether you like him or not. You see him running a business. You see him working on a film. You see him releasing tennis shoes. LeBron is constantly being the ultimate leader, whether you like it or not. When when things are bad, LeBron takes the bruises. He may shoot you something slick at the press conference, but he shows up to the podium. So I think that that's where Kyrie, and even with him and Kevin Durant sitting down this summer having the conversation of basically saying, I'm glad I'm playing with the Kevin Durant because somebody's here to take the big shot to get it off of me was 
a, a slight at LeBron and saying, you know, I got a KD now. But I, I think that the that that's why Kyrie is having the problems that he we we can't take him serious because he doesn't carry himself like a leader. And see, for you me, don't want the smoke. For me to slight LeBron, that's how you slight LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Like you 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 didn't even really slight LeBron because you 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 got your trade. You was in Boston. You ain't show up for them. What was the problem there? You can't Kyrie. tell me. You can't tell me uh, that Jason Tatum was afraid to take the big shot because he's had to take the big shot for the team because you won third. So, you know, again, Kyrie, hell of a ball player. James Harden, hell of a ball player. Kevin Durant, hell of a ball player. We're going to say how Jay, we're going to say how Mitch. Because everything looked good when it's working for you. Somebody's going to figure it out. All right. Force KD to take the shot. Force, for, I feel like if you forced him to play one on one basketball, you got him. Right, nobody can stay in front of Kevin Durant, Kyrie, or James Harden. But if you find a way to force them, and again, I'm not a defensive strategist for the NBA, so I don't have the answer. But if there was Jordan rules, you can find a way to slow them down. They're not Michael Jordan. They not. Right. I mean, and and the reality of the situation is, they're gonna live and learn. And I feel like, I feel like the Kyrie and KD will. When they sit down to evaluate their life and their legacies, they will understand that there were just certain things that their young minds just didn't didn't understand. They didn't understand the positions that they were in. I don't think Kevin Durant like fully interpreted what he had the potential to be in Golden State. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think even the three of them together understand. Um, the overall greatness of what they could do if they stop just whining. Like, James Harden makes me angry because he refuses to play any type of defense. He just refuses. I mean, I'm convinced at this point he has an offensive deal. Like it says, James Harden only has to put up buckets. Get assists and score buckets. Might be in his contract. Um, give me one second. I am. It is crazy working with people in other time zones because, yeah, my time zone be out. So, yeah, I have to handle that in a minute. But anyway, so the other thing that we were going to talk about was the show. Six minutes, I had to, I couldn't even look at Oh, well, that's why you should use your computer. It's too much. Sip the tea. No, it's not. It's really simple. It makes everything so much easier. Too much. If I, if I miss a voice, miss shit in it again. Oh, y'all do voice messaging. Yeah. Mm. I feel like uh, I'm better with voice messaging than text messaging. Get your point across. Like, sometimes, you know, lost in the translation. Text messages, you can get lost in the translation. You know what I'm saying? You can't get lost with words. And if you get lost with words, you slow. Well, interpretation. Okay, I'm not going to call people slow. I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to be more understanding. So I'm not going to call them slow. But what I am going to say is the other big stories that we've been talking about is Russell Wilson. Okay, we've talked about. I just call him cold-blooded, man. So we've talked about, we've talked about on this show multiple times, the peer, the, the, I can't even get my words out. The organization's not being that great. 
Okay. So now word on the street is Russell Wilson is possibly out in Seattle. We've had quarterback conversations. Who said, did Wojo say it? Or Adam, uh, not Wojo, but did Adam uh, Chichesky? Ooh, why I can't say Adam name? Well, it's, it's yeah. all over the place. Now, y'all been seeing. I just be needing, you know, I just be needing the reliable sources. Them ones who you know, you know is 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 right. Okay, so I mean, okay, so before we go into that, right? Because Russell Wilson's deal is not done. He as of right now is still a Seahawk in Seattle. JJ Watt has finally announced that he is going to the Cardinals for two years at $31 million. So he is a veteran defensive player. He's going to get his money. Quarterbacks have been the conversation here in the because we're just at the start of the offseason, right? This is March. The Super Bowl was just in February. The offseason is just getting good and started. The Dallas Cowboys left Dak Prescott out of the video. Okay. So that sparked conversation of whether or not Dak would be a Dallas Cowboy. Jimmy Garoppolo is allegedly not supposed to be in San Francisco long. Conversation is rumbling that Bill Belichick wants him back in New England because he wanted him anyway. But Robert Kraft got rid of Tom, got rid of Garoppolo to satisfy Tom Brady, who ultimately went to Tampa Bay. I feel like this is a, a celebrity mess story. Okay, see how messy. So camera free agent. So they're gonna how they gonna get? How they gonna okay, show? so I was getting a cam. Now a free agent because Carolina gave up Cam. My point in all of this is with the quarterback situation. Where are they going? And who you trading for him that's better? Who you trading for Russell Wilson that's gonna be better? I mean, if you if you trade to the Cowboys, that's got to be straight up and down. But you're not getting a better quarterback in Dak Prescott. You're getting younger, not better. Younger and dealing with an injury. Right. Off of a major, his first major injury. Russell Wilson is a proven quarterback. They were saying Russ wanted to trade because, you know, who wants to go play quarterback there? You don't you're not gonna give me weapons and you're not gonna protect me. Who wants to come to Dallas? You got targets. The first targets. First of all, you come to Dallas, you gonna you gonna be is is it about winning? Is it about money? Russell Wilson comes to Dallas. Hold on, how often do you see Russell Wilson on TV with commercial deal? Maybe because he's in Seattle. Russell come play for America's team. Russell come play for America's team. We're gonna see him everywhere. So it builds his. How can you be? It builds his brand, but does it build his legacy? Because can you be an activist in Dallas? He does a lot of work with the hospitals in Seattle. Um, the Cowboys. No one can be bigger than Jerry Jones. Thanks. And I and, and that's my concern with with the Russell Wilson getting saddled down here in the BS that takes place in Dallas. I just cannot see it for a quarterback like him. I don't see Seattle making a trade with Dallas for I mean for Dak Prescott. And I want Dak to win. You know, I think Dallas should be committed to their quarterback, as you and I just talked about with Atlanta not committing to their coach. You know, we, we constantly see a string of this. So am I, as Seattle, Seattle's front office, am I getting a better deal with trading my quarterback who won me a Super Bowl to get a quarterback that's unproven, who the Dallas Cowboys wouldn't sign that drafted, who's coming off of an injury? The one thing I do know, 
Cowboys got a hell of a roster offensively. They do. Russell Wilson has never had targets. Russell never had talent around him like that. Agreed. So me, I mean, you know, I like that. But if you the Cowboys, you got to make that trade. But if you, if you the, if if you're Seattle, what do I get in return? You get. I mean, you get that. You you got to believe in that. You got to. But I, my, I don't. I don't. This is my thing. There's no. There's no other quarterback. You go around the lead and you look and you say teams don't want this quarterback. There's no other quarterback. What they're gonna trade uh, Deshaun Watson for Russell Wilson? You think Deshaun Watson gonna want to be there? Right. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. And, and again, again, Seattle is not a place that you know. That's another hard sell. Seattle's a hard sell. I think Chicago is a better sell because of the market in which Chicago sits in. But they Russell Wilson said he want to go there. I think he yeah, said he but they. And I think Russell said he would he would prefer us uh, to go to Chicago. He said Chicago. And, and there's a lot. Because, right, we're looking also at what, what's best for his family also. So, as you said, it's about money. It's about winning. It's about what's best for your family. It's about growing and expanding your brand. And ultimately, as we've said, athletes want the opportunity to be able to win. Okay? He's won before. You want to win again. You want to have. Um, some weapons and some guns around you that give you the opportunity to solidify your legacy as a quarterback in, in the NFL. And you need so, some in the trenches that can block for you. Right. So Chicago, Dallas, Vegas, and New Orleans are on his list. Chicago, Dallas, Vegas, and New Orleans are all great spots for Sierra to do what Sierra does, which is music. It is. It's ultimately about a family package when you're Russell. Wilson. What's the last single she dropped? She level up. Where have you been? When she dropped this? She dropped level up. Vegas is a great place for her because she can do a residency. I just don't want Russell Wilson to be restricted to Dallas Cowboys. I mean, you think John Gruden gonna let Russell Wilson do what he wants in Vegas? I think that he knows about winning. And I think that John Gruden is not as much about himself as Jerry Jones is. And I think that activism, especially because it's the, it's still technically the Al Davis Raiders organization, the mindset there is still different than it is in Dallas. From how there's we treat our black players. There's places like Denver who need a quarterback, right? There, there are spots. There they are don't want a black quarterback. Back. And there's certain organizations that we just got to be honest about about their track record. When have they had one? Cam Newton is also a free agent. Do you see a Cam Newton going to San Francisco who San Francisco gave Kaepernick the boot? Do I want to be in San Francisco if I'm Cam? I would make it. The Carolina Panthers where their mock draft pick says they're going to pick up Mac Jones from Alabama. He sucks. Him and Sam Ellinger are probably the worst two quarterbacks in the draft. Have no business playing professional football. Man, I man, said it. Man won that championship, man. He also had weapons. You, would you say the same thing about nope. Sunshine? Sunshine? Sunshine sitting around talented too. Sunshine also has 
Afro did it three years. We saw him do it, what, three years back to back? We never saw. Matt Jones was sitting behind Tua. Matt Jones was sitting behind Tua, but we never saw him do anything that was exemplary. He won the national championship this year. But it wasn't because of him. He also plays under Nick Saban. Nick Saban offense. He's got weapons. He's got the best recruits in college football. That, uh, uh, uh. This is not. Clemson be having the best, too. Clemson be having the best. I'm not. Will, will, will we will revisit this I'm conversation not in a year? Matt Jones is good. I'm not saying Matt Jones is good. I'm not going to go out on that limb. All right? I'm not telling you that. I believe Sunshine, hands down, best quarterback in the draft. Justin Fields, I got some questions. Right? I got some I do, questions. too. I, I, I think that he sometimes in his nut check time. about you rising to the occasion because you know, we've seen you several times not always show up and shine your brightest when the lights are on you i got questions about justin fields but to see a, a team like carolina even looking at a mac jones when you had a cam newton i just have questions within the organization people get hurt hey look at it when you get a new coach most new coaches get a new quarterback unless unless now again, Cam, Cam I, I don't think Cam was falling off. I think Cam never had the weapons around him. But for instance, probably one of the best, one of the greatest quarterbacks of this generation, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers might be a quarter, might be might be might be a cancer to his coach because he probably gonna get his new coach fired. We don't disagree on that. So this is the thing, right? Is it the coach or is it the player? Or is it a combination of both? Because again, Cam, you once once everybody knows once your head coach get fired, he usually want to bring in his guy, right? That's that's true. It. Now, what Aaron Rodgers is is one of the people he is the guy, so you don't need to bring in a new guy. He is the guy. Tom Brady, he is the guy. Drew Brees, he is the guy, right? Um, Patrick Mahomes, if Andy Reid ever get fired, he is the guy. That's not going to change. Lamar Jackson, I don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? So you you usually would say, like, a new coach usually wants to start his own way of coaching. He wants to have his quarterback, right? Like, that's why Deshaun Watson, like, it's my time to go. They're going to bring somebody else in here. I'm not his guy, right? Let's let's make the move, right? Sure. Coaches like to have their guy. So Cam just wants – wasn't the guy for uh Carolina's head coach. I don't even know who he is, right? So that's not an end, that's not something on Cam. I just feel like organizations don't make the smartest moves. They don't make moves best for the team. because because again, I look at how teams draft. I'm like, why why'd y'all draft him? What y'all see? You know, say so why'd y'all do that? I mean, Chicago has made the same mistake in quarterback twice, back to back in the last you know, the last 15 years, we've seen the same cycle. I, mean, I just saw Jay Cutler's replacement. What is this kid's name? I can't even remember his name now. Mitchell Trubisky. He's, Mitchell has been so bad. You know, and then then the thing about Mitchell is we see a peak. Like, right? It was like two or three weeks that we saw this peak with Mitchell. And then right after that, it went right back downhill. I, well, the, to me. Yeah, I've seen the peak. That was just, listen, well, the, the thing with sports that kills me with everybody Anybody can have a good week, good two weeks. It's 16 of these things. Some 
And that that probably be my biggest problem with sports casters. Get somebody two good weeks, and now oh well, he's gonna he's he's finally figured it out and such and such. That's not the case, sir. That's that's just not the case. That's not how it is. And I I kind of get tired of the uh, uh cause if, for instance, Stephen A. Smith, you have a good week. Oh, such and such such such. Next week he's on your case. Like, bro, come on. You gonna go week by week. You everybody wants to grade performances by the week, bro. Some weeks you have a off week. And that's life. That's with all of us. We agree. But I feel like consistently Mitchell Trubisky has been the equivalent of looking in the mirror and getting Jay Cutler back for Chicago. I think he I think we both- He like he cornball booty. When you got corn in your booty. Jay Cutler, Mitchell Trubisky. Jay Mitchell. Same person. What's the difference? Jay Cutler probably had Jay Cutler had a longer career. He did because they kept giving him money. He said, "I don't want to play football no more." Miami said, "We'll give you some more money." Like it's, it's just this this terrible cycle in the NFL, and and we only want to decide. Like you don't give people the opportunity to develop a quarterback. You tell other people, you know what? Well, you're not tall enough. You're not good enough. It, it, it's a good old boy system. And we came out of Black History Month. We started the show. If you guys are just tuning in to us talking about how Atlanta fired the coach at 14 and 20, a black coach, the day after Black History Month ended to only hire another black coach. So with that, we're going to stop right there because we are not going to live break today, but we are going to go ahead and go into your favorite part of the show, Mr. Shaw. Your most favorite part. But before I do that, I do want to say something. I don't know if you saw it. It's kind of off topic, backtracking, back to sports. But I do want to put a message out there because we do have listeners all over the world. And we a lot of times talk about things that are... <laughs> the, the world <laughs> We talk about things that are pertinent to everybody across the world. And I saw an interview with Jeremy Lin, a.k.a. Lin Sanity, where he talked about with him being in the D-League for the Warriors, that they've been calling him the Wuhan virus. Listen, people. Listen. We got to do better. There's a level of trash talking, and then there's a level of racism. And then there's a level of ignorance. And Americans are starting to feel this high level of discrimination in the last year, a very high level of discrimination. And being black, I want us to do better because we don't want to be discriminated against, Um, especially professional athletes. Watch what you do and watch what you say because he's, well, one, he's been in the NBA nine years, so he ain't lived in Wuhan. And two, is that even part of the part of the country that he's from? Like, let's, let's do a better job of teaching our kids what's appropriate, like what's trash talk. I wanted to say that before we got into the mess, Mr. Shaw. What do you think? Uh, I didn't even read the story, but I, yeah, I was saying the Wuhan. You just being racist, and and you know, you know what people got to realize? Black people. Oh man, I was just joking. But if if he would have used the N word, y'all wouldn't have took it as a joke, right? And That's- then you'd have hit him, and then you'd have been got called a thug, and then you'd have been trying to make us understand that well, what he said, but you said the same exact thing. And, and you know what? So, people can't see what they do. They only see what other people do. They don't see. They don't see they wrong. 
when they do some, they like, oh, well, I did that. You need to live with it. And that's yeah. why I let like, it go. You do let it go. Wrong, why are we talking about get people it? people let it go. They can hit you with that same energy reverse. How do you feel? Right? People got to people got to realize how they treat people. So that's my thing on there. Yeah, I realize how you treat people. Yeah. Uh, so you are disgusting. So anyway, guys, back <laughs> he ain't even kill me. Y'all, this is your girl Candy Caitlin. Hey, your boy Shantan Shantan Kate, the Fat Mom. And until next week, pull up. We out. <laughs>